Welcome back from Brazil, Sean Morgan. Here I am in Brazil, John. Yes, and coming to America, I spent a couple of months there. I'm really looking forward to coming back home, although it is a crazy time to be in America. I will say that it's it's a lot, uh, lot more tranquil in Brazil compared to America. Well, you know, we got to play the Neil Diamond song for you. He's coming to America today. Da, 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 da. Anyway, we welcome you here we, in the Rhino Nation. Have to change the Sean Morgan Report soundtrack to, to that. You know, every time you bring <laughs> me on, just Neil Diamond. <laughs> I like that. That's a good idea. We, let's consider doing that. <laughs> have a little fun since everything we talk about is so serious. But, you know, you're right. Our, our country... Well, we're in a post-constitutional government. We've been taken over by the communists over a period of years and all the domestic infiltrators. And uh, and that's about to change. It is changing behind the scenes. But um, anyway, you've got a segment to cover some of the news behind the news. What you got? Well, yeah, it's just on that topic, the fact that we are, you know, the tide is turning. There are changes taking place. And what's exciting is it's not only happening in the, in the United States at different state level changes. It's happening with different nation states around the world who are pushing back against this deep state agenda. You know, it seems like something's happening right now. The winds just keep on accelerating day by day here in June. Um, so it's happening on many fronts. Uh, you might have heard, you know, that the governor of Florida signed a bill making Florida citizens eligible to sue big tech you know, due to censorship. And now the country of Nigeria has banned Twitter because they pulled the same thing they pulled against Trump against their president. And they just said, well, then you're banned in our country. Um, nice. And now also, <laughs> yeah, you know, why, why not just, just go all the way? Um, so yeah, these countries are setting up boundaries. Um, now the country of Poland, let's take a look on the screen, how they announced 13.5 million dollar fines if big tech censors their citizens and you got to hear how awake uh, this government this government is in, in poland i'm going to give you a quote advancing the new legislation Kaleta, which is the last name of the um, the uh, person there and their administration he noted that poland has spent 45 years under communism an experience he said has taught it the value of free speech and the need to know when to draw a line amid disturbing new trends towards censorship. And on Fox News, he said, social media companies have been targeting conservatives, Christianity, and traditional values by banning them or removing posts. We see that when big tech decides to remove content for political purposes, it's mostly content which praises traditional values or praises conservatism. So he also said that deleting that under hate speech policy is not legal. So, I mean, he really hit the nail on the head. He just mm -hmm. was just put it all out in the open. The fact that this this kind of thing is a leftist power move and it's targeting conservatives and their values. Yes. Well, go Poland. And, you know, what comes to my mind, I took a few notes. I know our viewers know this, but it's noteworthy at this precise moment. <clears throat> excuse me, the deep state, the globalists and such, what they fear the most is an awakened populace. Well, it's happening on a global scale and we're beginning to fight back. That is what is happening as the world unites, as General Flynn always tells us, we must unite. And that is what's happening, not just here at home, but collectively in many, many countries around the world. Um, this is, a, this is a, a good shift uh, in, in this in this war. Absolutely. 
it's not just Poland. You know, there are other countries in the EU like Hungary who are standing up against this whole uh, agenda of unlimited uh, immigration and so forth. Uh, but the next thing on, on my plate here is the news in Texas that they officially have banned uh, vaccine passports. So let's take a look at that on the screen. And they are joining a whole slew of other states who are also banning vaccine passports. So this is great because this is like armor against the federal government trying to pull uh, one of their power moves. So this just is what's great about the United States. We have these states' rights. We have this balance of power between federal and state governments. And we, we as conservatives who have a majority in most of the state legislatures who have, you know, Republican governors in a lot of these states, we have way more power than we're using. And so this is great to see Texas uh, putting this, making this official mm -hmm. on the books. Yeah, you bet. The great state of Texas leads the way. It's no, no wonder they shut their power grid down not too long ago. And that's 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 the battle. Right. That's the battle. It, it's it is a battle between red and blue. And it's interesting that, you know, Tesla left California and moved to Texas. Uh, and a lot of Californians and a lot of companies are moving out of their state to Texas because of the uh, friendly business environment and, and so forth. So, uh, yeah, Texas is leading the way as they normally do. Um, mm -hmm. The next thing I want to show on the screen is how India is serving legal notice to the chief scientists of the World Health Organization for suppressing a COVID treatment. In her statements that she made on Twitter uh, against the use of Invermectin, she ignored research and clinical trials from two organizations who have presented solid data showing that that drug works as a treatment for COVID-19. So uh, this is great to see India uh, really pushing back against this international institution. Mm -hmm. That's great news. Uh, again, on a, you know, India is not a small country. Um, this is a wonderful thing. And of course, as you recall, President Trump, I think, filled the stadium of, don't give me, don't fact check me. I don't know the number, you know, 50, 100,000 people, as you recall, when he was uh, serving uh, as president. And so, um, yeah, the world's waking up and I'm loving it. Yeah, you know, this is a different kind of unconventional war. You know, you've got uh, China uh, with a really huge population. Uh, they are a superpower in that region of the world. And the, one of their big adversaries is India. And it's very interesting that a lot of the uh, friends of China didn't get big COVID outbreaks, but their enemies did get COVID outbreaks. So um, the World Health Organization is in the pocket of the Chinese government. And so this move from India is a way of posturing in this unconventional warfare. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I still remember that $10 trillion that we intend to get from China. That's coming later. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, President Trump specifically said that they owe the United States and the world. So their legal liability, um, you know, is going to extend far beyond the damage done to the American economy and the American people. Uh, so India might be able to cash in on that as well. And, uh, mm -hmm. and that's great because India is an ally and they're democratic and we have a lot more in common with them. Um, the next thing I want to show on the screen is how things are really heating up in Arizona. Three different states 
are touring the Arizona audit floor. More are expected every day this week. And that makes six different states who have visited this audit to observe the audit, to understand the process so they can model the same audits in their home states, which are also swing states, which can reverse the election. So it's very exciting to see the momentum building up there. Yeah, this is the countdown, folks. We, we might soon be able to actually start the countdown to the decertification. That's what this means to me. And that's step one. Step two is, of course, having the duly elected president of the United States serve his second term. We'll see. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm seeing what's going on now with, with these different legal moves that are happening at different levels as kind of a first phase. It's like the first pushback. Uh, but it's, you know, we, we, there's a lot more to do, you know, whether it's fighting big tech, the World Health Organization, big pharma or election riggers, um, these states and these countries are taking those first steps to stop the fascist control tactics and to hold criminals liable for their crimes, you know, so uh, we have a lot further to go, but there's a will and there's a way to win this. Oh, there certainly is the American will and the American way. We've done it before and we're going to do it again. This is our war. And we've got uh, General Tom McInerney on the show um, in his distinguished service over his lifetime uh, so that you and I can be on this program and have the freedoms we have. He's going to be weighing in on the election theft along with Maria Zach. Have a seat uh, shown in the digital green room. Join uh, General McInerney, myself, and Maria Zach at the conclusion of the show for a roundtable discussion. Now, folks, June 28th, Remember that day. That's Basil 3. You want to check out the various different channels on American Media Periscope to see how our show hosts are weighing in on this important day, uh, particularly Dr. Kirk Elliott's show, every Saturday, The Economist Reset. I'll be right back. And Sean Morgan, there we are. Uh, Sean is joining us from Brazil, a citizen journalist. Uh, say hello to Maria Zach, Sean, and to General Tom McInerney. Nice to meet you both. Hi, how are you, Sean? Sean. Good seeing you again, Maria. Great. Great to see you, General, as well. Hello, Sean. So, so Maria, I want to ask you a, a question. Um, so to pick up where I just left off with the General, uh, sure. we get standing in the States. Supreme Court does need to look at it. Mike Lindell is 10 steps ahead. He's calling it 9 to 0. And analytically, that would be accurate. Uh, but there's a bit of blackmail, bribe, and corruption at the Supreme Court. We've experienced that in the past. And anybody listening to Lynn Wood... Uh, would understand there's a few folks up there that he's not too happy with, and he's got some intel too. So, uh, you know, it's a toss of a coin in this one man's opinion. You know, constitution, law, that stuff doesn't mean anything to people that you've got a long, dirty laundry list on. I'm hoping and praying that we get standing in the states and that the Supreme Court does look at it and we get our nine to zero, and then we we swear in the duly elected president and get back in the business of saving America, <coughs> resurrecting America at this point, uh, and then making America great again, again. So having said all that, Maria, how do you see this playing out um, as a possibility to get the duly, you know, get the right votes counted and fix this mess? Well, I have a kind of unique perspective on this because not only do I see you know, the side where everybody is busy working on the IT piece, what were the actual algorithms, what were the real numbers, what needs to take place in America. 
And yes, every state should recall all their electors and everyone should do a complete forensic cyber examination, not with yahoos who have no IT experience. As the CEO of an IT company, I'm appalled at what they're doing and actually challenged several of the uh, Georgia General Assembly about the way the contract was written with Dominion that they didn't even have a right to, to view their code, which my IT staff would shoot me if I ever said that was gonna be the way we played the game uh, in, in government. It's wrong. America deserves transparency, number one. Number two, the states now, it's incumbent upon them to conduct the forensic cyber audits. And then it is uh, it, imperative that they recall the electors. I've been an alternate elector. I get the process. I can tell you that the neat side of it that I'm on is the who did it, where did they do it, when did they do it, uh, piece of it. So while everybody else is is busy talking about uh, the actual machine changed votes, I'm back in Italy saying, you guys did it. You guys need to come clean. It was Matteo Renzi, the former prime minister, working with Conte and with General Graziano and the others. They need to come clean. And now that the government fell in January and we had great turmoil and people were arrested and people have been scrambling and sadly five top American uh, or top Italians were, were murdered in, in March. There, it's been pretty crazy over there on this issue. And so it is far from over. And I believe with the Finanza Guardia and, and the government conducting the investigations, you're gonna see Italy have to speak up. And when they do, Mr. Biden is going to be stuck with a very big realization. And it may be as early as next week when he's in meeting with world leaders uh, abroad, He's going to have to face the fact that now the game's over. Everyone in America knows and it's been validated. And right now we know that foreign leaders like General McInerney was, was discussing, we know foreign leaders have the knowledge that Biden didn't really win. They have the intercepts, the same intercepts that I was told about in Italy, where he knows he didn't win and that they helped orchestrate this. So it tells you that he is compromised and probably blackmailed. So all these, all these government officials have it. And now Italy's new government has to step up and say, we are here to tell the truth and clean up government. And when they do that, Katie barred the doors because everything changes in America when Italy acts. Yes, I, just a quick announcement. This is These are the names, these are the faces wanted for questioning by the American people for the theft of America's 2020 election over there in Italy. We're going to put this up as a PDF on our website, AmericanMediaPerscope.net, so people become familiar with the names and the faces, uh, and you never know uh, what kind of support you might pull in from that. Um, General McEnany, you care to weigh in? Well, I think Maria's spot on. The fact is, is uh, once the audits, and audits are a recount, and Maria mentioned that, a lot of these people don't understand it. They've all, they have already said, well, look, we've recounted. And you know what the mainstream media does? They say this has been debunked and no evidence. Well, that's, that's the common language. That's their information operations counter plan. When someone says, you lost the election, it was stolen. They say that information has been debunked and um, 
no evidence is available. There's huge amounts of evidence. That's why they've got all those lawyers, John, trying to mm -hmm. uh, protect anybody looking at it. As Sean was pointing out, what's going on in Arizona now is kind of being the benchmark of what other states are doing. Very important. The American people, all of the American people, want to be involved and determine if it was a fair election, if it was legitimate, or was it fraudulent? Without question, as you well know, we've shed blood all across this world of this, for others to have free and fair elections, and yet we don't here in America. Sean, do you have any questions for both Maria and or the general or any way you'd like to weigh in? Yes, I have a question for the general about how he described Biden and the Biden administration as beholden to China. And I was just wondering, uh, I'm seeing some conflicting indicators about that. One thing that would make me agree with you would be that, for example, the TikTok uh, app that's immensely popular in the United States just launched biometric, you know, face and fingerprinting, that they're going to be, you know, taking the biometric data, stealing the biometric data of uh, hundreds of millions of Americans, like over 100 million Americans. Uh, and the Biden administration isn't doing anything about that. You know, the Trump administration was considering outlawing the whole company from operating mm -hmm. in the United States. Um, but then the, the counter to that is that Biden did recently tack on a few more companies from China who are not allowed to operate in the United States regarding uh, surveillance technology, these, these technology companies. So I thought if, if Biden's beholden to China, why would he do that? And, it, and just in general, I wonder who is pulling the strings because Biden doesn't strike me as the puppet master. He strikes me more as the puppet. So what, what is your take on that, General? You know, who's running the Biden administration and how does that work? Well, Obama's running it from Kilorama in his skiff in Kilorama. And he's got a Susan Rice in the White House that's doing it. And she's passing the information to the chief of staff, and Biden just signs what is given to him. So that's how it's done. Now, the, by banning a few companies, that's that's the cover they're using. But the big the big issues, opening up the sales of the power grid and all those generators and the business. Last year, there was one nation in the world that grew economically, had a positive GDP. That was China. They had an 18% GDP. My, what a surprise. That yeah, puts no a lot kidding. of fingerprints on, on it being a deliberate act on what they did. And all these, these things that you'll see, they'll be covered. You're seeing a lot about the Chinese modernizing their nuclear forces. You see a lot about taking Taiwan. Sean, they don't have to take Taiwan. They own Taiwan and they own the business out there. Now, we've got the Joint Chiefs worried about a kinetic war. They don't realize they're in World War III. There's no way Cyber Command could have missed this cyber attack on the U.S. grid. I was the Vice Commander-in-Chief of the largest theater nuclear forces in the world when I was in Germany. Those locations, China, Russia, Pakistan, places that have nukes, everything they do is absorbed right away. They're the tippers. And they didn't tell the world. 
They know. So the deep state has infected the military, whether it's just the mm -hmm. intelligence part of the military or it's the, the, the whole uniform. I do not know. But there's no way that they could have missed that. Like this. That was going to be my follow-up question, General, which is, are there any agencies or branches such as Space Force or Special Forces that you think do have more of an allegiance to the people? I don't know right now, Sean. I'm sorry to say. Six months ago, it said all of them have an allegiance to the people. So I was shocked and stunned when this wasn't reported. FBI, what is the FBI doing? I mean, how could you miss this? This, when history finally puts all the spotlight on what we've been talking about, John, and when it shows it, people are gonna say, well, how could we have missed it? It was too big, mm -hmm. there are too many people involved. You know, and General McInerney, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Continue. Well, I just want to say, I I don't know how deep the swamp is. Yeah, it's pretty deep. We're learning. You know, when you were on the show uh, previously, we had uh, General Paul Vallely joining us as well. Right. And uh, as I was listening to uh, what you and the other general were talking about, as I'm listening intently to what you're saying tonight, I said this then, and I it seems to be the case even more so today, that to an extent... And I may not be using the politically correct term, but we have here um, factions of the U.S. military versus the U.S. military. That's extraordinary. Well, I think it is. And that's why this critical race theory is so unbelievable that you're going to measure people by their skin color. And, and the Secretary of Defense is a West Point graduate, class of 72. This Bishop Garrison is a class of 2002. And here they're coming in with this communist theology, this communist ideology, this communist race, racist thinking. And who would have ever believed that from our military? Mm -hmm. I mean, Austin was a retired four-star general. It, it's unbelievable that he could be inserting mm -hmm. this critical race theory in the U.S. military, let alone what's going on in the schools and that. America, wake up. We have every American, we the people, every one of us, if you think you're inconsequential, you are not in America. Every one of us must stand up and say, this is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. And our good friend, <coughs> excuse me, Lieutenant Scott Bennett has written a document, unlawful, uh, unconstitutional unlawful or orders, and provided the documents and the language citing the laws and the codes to arm the American citizens to go into their city councils, their, their mayor, their school boards, and read them these these um, ultimatums, basically. They're either with us or they're against us. If they don't act, uh, then they're guilty as well. So, you, you know... We are, we are fighting back. Um, you know, we see a, a lot going on out there, a lot of gatherings, a lot of tours, if you will, by various patriots, including General Flynn. Um, and uh, and uh, to Maria's point, us in the, the new news, not the alternative news, the real news, um, we're out there putting everything out too. So, um, yeah, we have to con <coughs> continue to fight 
fight for what's right. I always close my show out sir, saying, freedom, it's up to us. So everybody's got to do something, even if it's as simple as being a digital warrior and putting, exposing the lies and revealing the truth and sharing shows like this, which is a treasure trove of insights and information. Uh, Maria, do you care to weigh in on, on anything? You know, John, your point to General McInerney about the divide is just that. The divide is between both in, in many countries right now, people are fighting for the their countries and they are saying, we, you know, you've got the new guard trying to come in, take over and disrupt. And, and then you have the real old guard who believes in faith and, and honor and doing good constitutional governments. And so it's because of that fight in Italy, it is no different than America. It's in the intel services, it's in the politicians, 